All right, welcome back. Uh, sorry to keep you guys waiting. This is this is discuss uh, with Nate Thierry and Matt Emilian. Um, we are here in a live setting right now, and so I pardon any uh, pardon any squeaks or creaks in our floor or chairs. Um, we're trying out something new, so uh, here we go. We're hovering over a microphone, sharing so. We're- we're getting closer the more podcasts that we do. <laughs> God, I feel like it's been months since we've done a podcast. It really has been. It's uh, it's we had a little some personal life stuff come up, just an inability to for both of us to get together and get a, get episodes out. So we are um, we are coming back in and recapping kind of the last two episodes of the show, as well as uh, just talking about where we think the show's going from here. So I'll dive into a quick little recap. And we'll get rolling. So uh, episode 17 was What Now? We saw the family having a funeral, funeral funeral, for uh, William right after William passed. So uh, after Memphis, after we all recovered from um, from just locking ourselves in a room and crying for a week, we got to celebrate William's life. And uh, the, the girls actually planned... Randall's girls actually planned the uh, funeral, and that was a lot of fun. So I want a funeral. Yeah, I would love a funeral. I was thinking, you know, when I die, I hope that this is it's this fun and creative. So I've just got to find some little girls to uh, it, just be in my life, granddaughters. Yeah, that'll be able to take it over after I leave. Yeah, you hand it off to our kids now, and then when they reach a certain age, they're gonna get out of that mindset so then we'll pass it off to grandkids. Exactly, that's a perfect plan. So really, William did it the best way possible. Um, it was fun seeing all the little things that William did uh, to say goodbye, and so we, we'll talk about those a little bit, but we also see in that episode Kevin and Sophie's relationship kind of deepening. We see a little furthering of that, and then we see tensions being really high between Jack and Rebecca as Rebecca prepares to go on tour. Um, we also see the last episode called Moon Shadow, episode 18. It was really all about Jack and Rebecca. And so we see Jack heading to um, Rebecca's gig. Doesn't She doesn't know it's coming. He's drinking in the car. Everybody thinks that he's going to die on the way. Um, and he doesn't. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, we really leave the episode and leave the season with a lot of big cliffhangers um, that the, uh, the episode leaves us with, including how Jack's going to die. More questions than answers. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Now that I've moved on from the finale, you know, we all wanted answers. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, a lot to look forward to for sure. So, um, a what now? Uh, the second to last episode had some two dad crying moments. The finale, not so much. Yeah, not, not, so much. not as much. There was maybe one moment in the finale where it would have been, um, I would have probably cried, but my... Of uh, course you would have. I would have, yeah. It's, that's me. But uh, my father-in-law was in the room watching it, and I think he was like kind of making fun of the moment. And so I was more frustrated at him than I was um, actually crying. So uh, He's just trying to be a tough guy to hide his... <laughs> that He was getting emotionally hit by the show, and he's just trying to be a tough guy. That's probably what it was, honestly. I can say that. He's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if he would have been watching the entire season, he would have definitely been crying at many, many points. So um, he's awesome. He's a big softie. Um, so let's see. Where do we want to go? Talking about what now? Um, what big moments stuck out to you in the uh, in the funeral episode uh, right. celebrating William's life? 
Let's see, that episode aired, has it really only been March 7th? It seems like over a month ago. Wow. So it hasn't even been a month, but it, it's so distanced that I haven't watched it in a while, and I, I probably forgot about a lot of little portions of it, but uh, probably just the idea of the funeral. I love that William left uh, the girls in charge, and they ran it, and just their attitude with the whole thing. You know, uh, what, did, what did they want? Oh, I think uh, Randall wanted to speak. Yeah. He wanted to give the eulogy. I didn't like the eulogy, so he said, I'll give a toast. And they look at each other, and they're like, oh, we'll allow it. You know, uh, I love that. That made it fun. And all of the people that William had impacted in some way, you know, just the type of man that he is and how that reflected on Randall and how he wanted to change. Yeah. Probably a big thing for me in that episode. Oh, yeah. Overall, just seeing William's impact on everybody's life. I mean, how... You saw the first time William was really walking around the neighborhood, he was stopped by the neighborhood patrol. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of a, he was a character that was questionable. And then at the end of the episode, you see that he was actually loved by everybody in the neighborhood. And he became everybody's friend and he became such a light and an impact in people's lives. And just in the same way that Jack inspires us to be better husband and husbands and fathers and men um, William kind of does the same thing yeah no it was and you don't get to see a lot of that but obviously um, it certainly impacted Randall and I'm wondering a little bit if Randall had that effect on William you know William initially had this standoffish uh, mentality you know based on the the racial stuff that he experienced Mm -hmm. all throughout his life and that episode early on where I think it was the pool episode probably I can't remember but you just saw the difference, Randall. You know, this is how I deal with it, yeah. Rather than you, and either way, yeah, That's it a was a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't either until we started talking. <laughs> I'm probably overthinking it yeah. a little bit, but but that is great because in that episode, my two dads crying moment was the mailman uh, coming in and asking about where William was. He's a he's a white mailman, and he's coming in and he's. Uh, talking about how much of an impact William made in his life and he starts crying and then I start crying and then uh, Randall's probably sitting there going what in the world I didn't even know my dad talked to the mailman ever who talks to the mailman no I mean we try but he's he's a, I think he's an introvert in our neighborhood uh, he doesn't respond very well he's, he's not he's not down with that no so. we're trying now <laughs> I gotcha well, can we, let's just okay two dad crying moment that's, yeah. that's certainly yours mine and I wish I had watched rewatched this clip because mine is Beth whenever she takes over the toast. I love – because I just – you love – like she's obviously got something wrong with her throughout this. She's mad or yeah. she's feeling kind of off and then she opens up and she's pissed. Yeah. She's pissed at William because he said goodbye to the girls. You know, He and Randall went on their trip and yeah. she's like, I loved him too. He yeah. meant a lot to me. I got nothing. Well, he – she didn't get nothing. Yeah. He remembered her, of course, yeah. uh, with that postcard. And Randall passes it off to her to give the toast. Uh, God, I wish I had like a direct quote, but I remember just the words that she said were real emotional. And that was, that was my moment. Man. You got to be happy. I had another, I had one this time. Yes. Yeah. yeah you actually have one. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. You needed a good cry. I think pro- my problem with sometimes the crying is when the bar is set at a certain level, everything that doesn't match up to that, <laughs> I'm less emotional with. So for me, and it might be also fun to talk about what's our most cryable moment throughout the entire first season. Yeah, wow. Because 
for me, is easily Dr. K at the grave. Oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what my number two is. Oh, man, um, yeah. I forgot that, about Dr. K at the grave. Oh, man, but just the way he was saying goodbye to her and the words he was saying, it was... Yeah. That was that was tough. That was pretty devastating. I Mine, honestly, might have been the Memphis episode. Yeah. Like, literally just the whole episode. I felt like I was just crying off and on because I... You know, you feel you get so invested in these characters, and you feel like you know William a little bit, and he, you're saying goodbye the entire episode. You know what's going on, and uh, that is, I think that was it for me. That emotional climax, everything building up. But I can understand if you got a little desensitized to emotional things. I did a little bit. It starts off hot, and then (laughs) you just become more desensitized. So now in your real life, you're going to be like, well, that wasn't quite Dr. K at the grave, so I'm not going to cry. Yeah. Um, even <laughs> well, the other the other thing too is if I'm expecting it, it's also that hit me as hard. We all knew William was gonna die. That's correct. And so for yeah. you, you like it was building up. I'm like, well, for me, I'm like, it was. They pretty much told me. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And in the Doctor K episode, I had kind of written that one off, knowing that it's about him and Joe. Is Joe the fireman? I think so. And we haven't so seen Joe in a while. I haven't. So, but I was just kind of like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna be as. It's, it's more of like a. Oh, an off week, a bye week yeah. type of, but no, it was insane. It was great. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorites, most emotional. So I think that that plays into it too. Yeah. Plays into it. I don't try to be a tough guy. You have to be I'm surprised. Like, <laughs> yes. That's probably the way to put it. That's the way to put it. I find it's harder to cry whenever I'm worried about tweeting, live tweeting the show since I do most of the live tweeting during the, on Tuesday nights. And so I'm caught up in the community watching of the show and I, I forget to remain invested in the right. story. So it's harder to like dive in and be taken over by the story when I'm, I'm trying to keep one foot in, one foot out the whole yeah. time. Yeah, so, you, you do all of the live tweeting. I, I do. Yeah. I don't watch it live. But <laughs> I, I, it's fun to, to tweet, like just like sports yeah. games. It's fun to be live tweeting events yeah. as they happen and you yeah. know you feel like you said a community deal which is interesting one of the cool things about Twitter it is. but it also does it separates you from the from the show kind of emotionally yeah so that's what now uh, what else what else do we miss there in the, the Jack and Rebecca side of that episode the Jack and Rebecca side was just more um, you just see Jack being kind of unjack like you see him being a little um, selfish a little bit controlling and yeah. A little bit um, just kind of spiteful towards Rebecca going on this trip granted it's after he's found out that she and Ben had a thing before he and Rebecca had a thing so it's a little bit of jealousy coming up too. just really like you just see Jack kind of getting stressed out which is not typical of him and you're thinking well that's definitely going to lead to him drinking mm-hmm. we see that in the in the end of the episode and then um, you know, going into the last episode of the season, everybody's thinking, well, it's just a foregone conclusion. He's drinking and driving. He's going to die in a car wreck on the way to see Rebecca. They're going to be arguing, fighting, and that's how he's going to end it. And that's not what happened. No, we, we certainly thought so we were kind of fast forwarding too, because they, they kind of blend together. Yeah. Um, which we're doing on this episode but yeah the because and they also they, they wanted you to think that because in real time Kate tells Toby that yeah. it was her fault that he died uh-huh. and he calls her from that payphone. Uh, well, she's at her friend's house and he says I want you to know that you're, you were right 
and he's going to go to Cleveland and chase her down. So you're thinking, oh, well, it's her fault. She's going to feel guilty because she told her dad to go after yep. her, and he did, and he died. Yeah. They, but no, so it's her fault, but we don't know why. Yeah. They definitely, like the writers definitely know what they're doing. They know exactly what we're thinking and feeling, which is, uh, it's impressive. Just that they're writing this, and in their mind, they're thinking a certain way. And they're, as a writer, you have to be, I, I would imagine it's hard to know exactly how the audience is going to react. But I can't help but think people are reacting exactly like they envisioned it would happen. Yeah, they're like, people are not going to be happy that we didn't show them how to die, but they'll get it later. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're not going to be, they're going to be surprised that what they were 100% sure was going to happen did not happen. They, they were definitely toying with us there. Yeah, they knew. And you know, initially you wanted to know, you thought you were getting the answer, and we didn't. So you're like, oh man, but I didn't want it to be a car yeah, I said from so all easy. along, I'm like, they're gonna do it in some abnormal way, and so I always said it won't be a car wreck because that's the first thing people think about. So then I was thinking, gosh, they really are gonna do it this way, and I was, and I bought in, yeah. and I'm glad that I'm wrong. I'm glad <laughs> I was fooled because, and I've seen the Mandy Moore quotes. She says that people aren't going to be able to handle yeah. how he dies, and in my mind, I was like, well. I can handle this in yeah. a sense. Like, this isn't a big shocker that you're making it seem to be. So Right. So, that being said, how do you think it's going to happen? Oh, man, I have I don't know. We we might have to do an off-season podcast where you and I both come up with, like, three scenarios each of, all right, this is how. And just yeah. make them way out there. Uh-huh. and Because I haven't thought about it yeah. enough. I so. wonder if the writers even if 100% know exactly Maybe. how... He's going to die. Maybe that they'll listen to that podcast that we do and then they'll... I'm sure they will. And we'll get... We'll send them an invoice for our services at the end of it. I I did start to think. I'm like, okay, so he's moving out of the house at the end of the finale. I'm... Okay, so does he die while they're separated? How does this work? I don't know. Yeah. And... It has one, to be Kate's fault. One cliffhanger that they didn't really talk about, but that's always been lingering, is how do Rebecca and Miguel get together? Yes. We don't know that, but I think we're going to find out early next season because they're, we're going to see... I mean, I would assume, and I'm probably wrong because I've been wrong before about this show um, and where I think it's headed. They're, they're not as obvious as I uh, would think them to be, so I'm sorry for thinking small thoughts of the writers. Um, but I, I would think that they're going to, we're going to see how Jack dies a little earlier rather than later in the season. And that's going to lead directly into just the healing process, the family being wrecked, uh, Miguel stepping in maybe, uh, to that, that wound and kind of helping that healing process for mm-hmm. Rebecca. Um, we know Miguel has a high respect for Jack, so it's not like he, um, not well, maybe. I, w- I would say it's not like he cheated on, like he swooped in before it was too, right. you know, before it was time. But I don't know. Maybe because of Kevin's disdain for Miguel, maybe that is kind of something that played in. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was too quick. So I disagree with you. I think they're going to hold off on Jack's death longer. And because it's not, they don't do the flashbacks chronologically. The right. real time yep. stuff always is. So. Yeah. I think they will probably start off 
with where the healing process in Miguel comes in. Really? Or they may just do some more flashbacks to, you know, after they start getting together and what that life looks like. Yeah. And then kind of work their way backwards Uh to the death, maybe. I feel like the Jack's death is everybody's big thing. Yeah. So to me, I think they're going to, the writers are going to hold on to that as long as they can and keep people hooked. Yeah. And give them a little bit here and there because they did that in this season. They started to give you a little bit towards the end. Yeah. Thinking, ooh, okay, we're going to get there. Showing the, I think, uh-huh. so yeah, I think they'll show more clips of the funeral and yeah. certain things like that for after, sure. after he's died. I mean, to put it in um, some boxing terms, uh, Mayweather McGregor is not going to be the first act of the night. It's not going to be the right. first fight in that night. You've got to save the main event for the very end and people are going to watch because they want to see that last thing. Right. But they know all the fights leading up to it are going to be pretty good. But you're really watching for that last. You're, that's why you're watching. But yeah, yeah. there's still interesting storylines to follow. Yeah, we know you're watching because we're not going to tell you when it's coming. I just can't see them breaking that out. Yeah, even before halfway through the second season. I think it'll be more of a season two finale. These writers may just keep this, keep him around for three or four seasons. They very well could. I mean, he's going to be around, right? I mean, he's in the. You, right. you can never really kill anybody off because. Sure. You can just keep doing flashbacks and keep doing other parts of their life. Well, they're keeping William on. Like yeah. he's in real time, and you've read that he's going to be in season two. So yeah. there's still, <laughs> still ways to bring it. it back. Oh yeah, that's the good thing about this show is you can kill off a character without removing them from the show. Yeah, it's great. It's not really killing them off. Okay, well, let me ask you: of the whole show through season one, who was your favorite? Who's your favorite couple? Hmm. Couple. I'll run through it with you. Jack and Rebecca. Got it. Randall and Beth. Mm-hmm. Toby and Kate. We'll go with Kevin and... We've got a lot of options, but we'll right. go with Kevin and Sophie. Got it, that's yeah. obviously uh-huh. the winner. I guess you could do William and... I forgot. Jesse. Jesse, but yeah. they haven't uh-huh. really featured a whole lot. Probably not going to be Miguel and... His. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Probably not that one. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, those are the ones probably that you're going to pick from. Man, that's a tough choice. Um, I lean towards Toby and Kate because they're both such likable characters. I'm probably more intrigued by uh, Kevin and Sophie. But, overall, I would say Beth and Randall. Mm-hmm. I, love, I like their dynamic the best. Um, just the way that they play off of each other is... Uh, really it seems genuine so I, I appreciate that I am 100% in agreement with you sir awesome <laughs> and there's a lot of things to like like wow yeah intriguing because we don't know a lot about Kevin and Sophie where that's going right Beth and Randall's is more complete yeah obviously they're years in their marriage with kids so it's different I've always liked Toby uh, but the relationship part of it not as much but yes like just all the little Interactions that they have that are subtle throughout the show, but yeah. they make me laugh. Like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. cracks me up. I think there was one early on where he was saying something there in the kitchen, and she, he was saying something he shouldn't, or had a little bit of an attitude with her, and he said, "You're just gonna go ahead and give that one to me because you love me." <laughs> you know, just yeah. back and forth stuff. So oh, I'm yeah. with you. I think that they're the funnest, and I believe that's also real, especially probably after you've raised. We don't know yet. 
kids for that long yeah. that you've kind of been through the ringer on a lot of different things so we don't know anything else about their relationship mm-hmm. but they know each other more than any of the other couples even more even more than Jack and Rebecca they do seem to yeah yeah they do seem a lot more comfortable with each other right and a lot more a lot of times either on the same page or they're willing to figure out how to get on the same page with each other mm-hmm. um, Beth I call, I call marriage yeah I call marriage Beth is not afraid to confront Randall on right stuff he needs to be confronted on Um, but Randall is also feels comfortable enough to be a little more vulnerable with Beth than he is with anybody else because he has this stony exterior right he used to at least and now I think William is kind of influenced him otherwise I think the more we talk about it the more like the distance gets between whoever's (laughs) whoever's in second that's true yeah probably Jack and Rebecca Uh but yeah, yeah, you love them. So congratulations to Randall and Beth yep. Sterling and I don't know her name. Sorry. IMDB it. Yep. I know that you guys have been waiting um, for our answers on who were our favorites, but but yeah, this is a lot of fun moments between them. Sorry, we got the INDB pulled up and Susan Kalichi Watson. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Not not a name I knew very well. So Sorry, Susan, if you're listening to this. You're probably not, so hey, nobody tells Susan that we um, didn't initially know. She's Beth to us. She's just going to be Beth. So, all right, another question. If I can throw another one at you. Most memorable Jack moment. Mm, Most memorable Jack moment. Um, The first one that pops into my head, I'll just go with it, um, is Jack kind of humbling himself, going back to his father who he hates. Oh, wow, yeah. And basically telling his father what he wants to hear so that he will give him money so that Jack can then use it to help buy a house for his family, a home for his family. Hard to do. Yeah, and he sells the car. He sells that beautiful car and also hard to do. Um, It's it's basically the equivalent of uh, succumbing to the minivan life for for the guy, um, <laughs> yeah. I know I don't know if there's any guys out there that are, have made that choice willingly, but it's it's a hard thing to do. I would think I haven't done it, so um, we have but, not either. But that's kind of what he's selling his baby, selling his car, because it's he's got to do what's right for his family. So Life that's probably my, my my Jack moment. Uh, okay, yeah, that I guess that'd be so hard to not tell off your dad in that moment. Gosh. To protect your family and not just go off and just brag. Yeah. You are so wrong. Yeah, to me. pretend that you're a failure yeah. and that you need his help because you're a failure. But really, you're actually, you have a good thing going. Um, yeah. I, no, you're right. There's, and I thought of this question before, right before we started, and I haven't even thought about it because we could easily run through dozens. Yeah. For me, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Jack and little Randall when he's wow. realizing... Yeah that Randall is very special, that yeah. he's really smart. Like he's given him the little math problems that he's at, at his desk in his office and he's looking at him and discovering this and just thinking, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then Randall holds back because he doesn't want to be special or different yeah. because his siblings like him less and he wants to fit in and he's like, no, no, don't hold back. Yeah, like You have a gift. Yeah. So I loved love that so yeah that one still gives me chills thinking back to that moment for sure even the even in that same episode where jack is fully kind of realizing himself as randall's father and he's doing the push-ups with randall on his back yeah. in, the, in the karate class 
Yeah, that one. That was a good Jack moment. I thought about that recently because we know we're going to put Axel in karate. Great. Probably. I heard you can do it at like three years old. So wow. he's two and a half. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's about ready to go to karate? Yeah. And I started thinking about that. Ooh. Talk, I mean, that'll be emotional. That'll be so great yeah. uh, to be able to do that for my own son. Yeah. Yes. Are you going to watch a bunch of like karate movies get like gearing up towards that? Like probably, karate kid? Probably three just ninjas. three ninjas over yeah. and over again. Um, yeah. Which is funny because if you go back and watch that, it's they. Uh, an eight-year-old kicks a grown man in the shin and somehow knocks him out. Yeah. He just says, hi yeah. It's incredible. If you haven't watched Three Ninjas out there, you guys... Oh. Yeah. It's, I still, a, it's a classic. I still hope Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Yeah, I still hope that's a thing. Oh, dude, how could you not? Yeah. They're probably... They weren't much older than us at that age, I couldn't probably think not. so. They're probably yeah. 40s. Late yeah. 40s? Rocky and Emily? Yeah. Rocky, Colt, and Thumbtown? Yeah, Rocky, if you're out there, I hope it's going well for you, man. Yep. Colton Tum Tum, you, you as well. So. Yep. Didn't we spent a little, probably a couple minutes longer on Three Ninjas than we planned this episode? So. <laughs> but I'm glad it took us there. Yeah. So we're now we're we're looking forward a lot of cliffhangers. Um, the finale was all Jack and Rebecca up until the very end. Then it was like, oh, okay. By the way, in real time. Randall, one, doesn't have a job. We don't know what he's going to do. He wants to adopt a kid. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a big it's turning a big point. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Kate's going to open up about her dad to Toby. Yep. So maybe that will, what will that do for their relationship mm-hmm. moving forward? And you see Kevin, to me, this is the biggest one. Kevin's getting in a taxi and leaving, like he's going to LA for this job. And, you know, Sophie's acting supportive, but the look on her face says, Right. I, uh, she's not happy that he left. Yeah. They just got back together. Yeah. Now he, because of his play, he's received this huge break. Ron Howard calls him and says, hey, I want you to come to L.A. and mm-hmm. be in this big thing that I'm doing. And it's like a, I mean, how relationship-wise, you got to be terrified if you're Sophie. We thought Kevin was getting smarter. Yeah. Like, you don't realize that you're going to make her... She, You've already done this once, and now you're repeating the process of where you leave to go to L.A. to act. And what happened last time when you did that? He cheated on her. Yeah. So chances are she's thinking, oh, he's going to cheat on me again. Yeah. Like, what have you done to assure her that you're different? Because you're making the same decision that you did after yeah. you loved her last time. So So what do you think is going to happen? Is he going to accept the job, move out there? Is he going to bring Sophie with him? What do you think? Ooh, anything I give you now is just off the cuff because I really have not thought about this. Uh-huh. And I think this is way too difficult to predict. With these writers, I will say that he takes her with him. It, I, I'm going to go that route. I don't know if she'd go. I don't understand why she wouldn't go. Right. She didn't seem to have anything rooted except a job, which she could get a job out in L.A. I was just as easy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that she's got relationships or anything firm back in, in right. New York. So why not go with them? Yeah. I agree. Unless there's something else that is rooting her, but that, that makes the most sense. I don't see Kevin... I could see him saying no to the job just because uh, he already made this commitment to come out to New York, do Broadway stuff, but this is kind of his big break. This mm-hmm. is a bigger break than the Manny, so. So is he, yeah, we don't really know what he's doing out there, because like, yeah. it sounded like that he offered him the job. 
-hmm. but did they really is it firm is he just going out to talk about it work out a contract or is he going because he's decided to do it we don't know right um but maybe we'll yeah at the end of the episode as the issue's leaving he's telling sophie that it is just provisional that it's just like a talking about it thing but the look on her face says it really doesn't seem like it is yeah so it might really be more of what we're talking about is it might be a done deal already we don't know well hopefully we find out early because that's the that's the one i want to know yeah for sure quickest <laughs> Uh, outside of Easily. outside of Jack Dime, but again, I don't think it's going to happen early. So yeah, there's definitely a lot more to cover in this show, and I love that it's got three seasons uh, already locked in. I bet it's going to go for more. I mean, if it oh, continues yeah. on this trajectory, it could go seven, eight seasons easy. I feel like when I get on social media, there's more and more people I know as the show is going on have picked up on it. Yeah, and. I I don't know when most shows get like maximize their viewers, right? But I feel like most of them aren't in the first season, right? And this has a lot of potential. I haven't heard of anybody who's watched this and given up on it. Like, yeah, I've never really not for me. Right. I was telling, I was a my customers that we're talking about TV shows, and I said, oh, "Have you guys watched This Is Us?" And he said, uh, "Well, my, my wife loves it. She's trying to get me to watch it and, and Parenthood." And I said, "Oh, dude, you've got." It. Yes. Some of my favorite shows. And he looked at me thinking like, really? You watch it? I'm like, yes. I go, it's great. And he probably just saw it as like a chick show. I'm like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Not a, it's, I don't even know how you categorize it because it's, it's funny, but it's not a comedy. Yeah. Um, it's emotional, but it's not a drama in a sense. Yeah. So but that and Parenthood, they just just done really really well it there there's shows that make you look at your own life right and kind of want to be better it's all real yeah it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an inspirational show and it it's genuine it seems genuine and in, in that you can relate really easily to a lot of things that the characters are going through it's real life this is us yeah is, uh, almost this is also <laughs> us you know it's why we love it. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's behind the meaning oh, of this show. For sure. Yeah, it's got to be. I've never even thought of it. I don't know if you've known that for all along. I don't know. This is us. Like, no, this, this truly is us. Yeah. Like, as a as a world. As, as a world. world. <laughs> wow, okay. As but, Americans, this gosh, is us. I like that better than what you, you know, uncovered with the trip. The trip, yeah. yeah the trip <laughs> is pretty good. Um, so, uh, we've talked about how we probably will do some shorter podcasts throughout the off season because what we might go back and do is say hey what about this topic where they hit on uh, race in episode four the pool or they hit on domestic uh, abuse violence Uh, and so we we thought about doing like little mini pods on topics and talking more about the topic itself yeah how it was done in the show and just that in the real world just because this is us yeah and it's it's fun to keep this thing going too it is it is so if you guys have any questions or anything that you guys want us to talk about or hear our opinions on uh, send us an email for sure at this is discuss at gmail.com or uh, tag us on twitter uh, at this is discuss feel free Uh, we would love to hear your feedback on what you want to hear more of um, coming up on this is discuss yeah and we don't if you're a regular listener Maybe if you'd like to come on as a guest, we would probably find a way to bring on a guest. That's, we're that's we're right. learning technologically as we go, but that'd yeah, be fun. Um, so what are you 
What's a show that's going to keep you distracted until season two? Oh, man. So I typically, I was thinking about this. I typically look for sports to distract me and right. or just even investing in other seasons. You know, you kind of go from football season into basketball season into college basketball season and then uh, into baseball season. So it's baseball season's kicking off now. Um, spring training is finishing up this week and then we've got our uh, season openers next week. Baseball will keep me distracted for a little while. Um, I'm actually going up to Kansas City for the Royals' home opener next week. Very so nice. That'll be fun. Who are they playing? I don't even know. Don't it's even the know. White Sox. I'll go with you. Uh, well, I don't think it is. No, I think not. it's a, it might be the Twins or, or the Rangers or something. But um, but sports will distract me. I'm still kind of looking for in the summer we don't watch as much TV but mm-hmm. um, we'll probably shift over to a comedy and just watch it on Hulu or Netflix and right. find out it's kind of a lighter a lighter show so we can emotionally recover in the offseason <laughs> good call yeah good what, call. Are, what about you oh I'll have baseball for I'm only expecting to have that for a month until um, White Sox are going to be rebuilding for a year <laughs> and I'm all for it I'll still true, support yeah. them but you know it's a lot, of, a lot to watch yeah. um, I have actually started watching the show Quantico. Oh, yeah. It's on on Netflix, and then season two is on Amazon Prime. And I think the reason that I got hooked on it was just similar to this. There's a lot of twists. Yeah. Almost to the point in this show where it's getting on my nerves. Like, I can predict it. Like, they'll they'll end an episode making you think, all right, it's them. They're the ones behind it. Yeah. So I already know... Okay, well, they're not the ones. But, I don't know. but there's a lot of twists of undercover, who's a double eight, and all this yeah. stuff. But it's kind of fun. It's keeping me engaged. Yeah, that's awesome. So, but that'll probably run out in the next month. And after that, I don't know. Some other shows that we like, uh, Stranger Things, that'll come on season two, will come to Netflix. But we'll probably run through that in like a week. Nice. Uh, did you ever watch Stranger Things? We haven't watched it oh, yet. No, but we're you, it's yeah. on the list. There's yeah. Stranger Things. Yes. Um, I would love to watch. Uh, was it Lone Survivor uh, with Kiefer Sutherland in it? His new show. Lone Survivor is the movie about uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, it? but I know you might about watch that movie too. I don't know. No, but yeah, Survivor. So, yeah, last, I don't know about. Uh, what, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but. I heard it's great, by the way. Good, so. good, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll find stuff. We're like you. I mean, if I don't have something on TV to distract me or Netflix, yeah. I mean, then big deal. It's light outside till 8 o'clock. Exactly. So. That's nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, till next time, we're thankful you guys are with us and uh, listening, and we hope to keep you entertained for seasons to come. So uh, thank you guys, and we'll see you, we'll see you later. Thank you. Fun season. We'll do it again soon.